This is Gordon Vernick with Jazz Insights. today's show, I'd like to continue with jazz rock, in particular, jazz musicians who were digging into the rock bag to supplement their recordings. I'd like to start with a very interesting musician. His name is Jeremy Steig, and he was a flute player who early in his career recorded mainstream jazz records. In fact, he made a record with Bill Evans in the 1960s. But by 1967, his music was taking on more of a rock or funk signature. And he made a series of records between 1968 and 1970, which were really fabulous records. And they're really, we call groove-oriented. I guess maybe you might even say more of a kind of a Motown groove as opposed to a rock and roll groove. The first track we're going to listen to is called Alias, and it's from a 1968 record called Legwork. It's a very cool piece, and it features um, you know rhythm section and just Jeremy on the flute. And it's not bebop. It's This is backbeat Motown with great jazz improvisation superimposed over it. So check this out. Jeremy Steig, Alias, 1968. I'd like to play one more track from Jeremy Steig, and this is from a 1970 album entitled Wayfaring Stranger. The title of this track is Mint Tea. Um, It also features the great bassist Eddie Gomez. Eddie played bass on the previous track and laid down that really funky bass line. Again, this is really a groovy piece, and I believe this piece has been sampled a number of times. So let's check out Mint Tea, 1970, Jeremy Steig. next recordings I'd like to play for you are from a group called The Fourth Way. It was led by a very well-known pianist from Australia by the name of Mike Nock, who had spent time in the early 1960s in Boston attending Berklee College of Music. He was a well-established mainstream jazz pianist that formed this group about 1967 while he was living in San Francisco. The band featured a great combination of jazz mixed with rock sensibility, and they were all great improvisers, especially Mike Nock was a terrific 
terrific pianist. The first track we're going to listen to is called Sparky. It's from their debut album from 1969 entitled The Fourth Way. Let's check this out. Later on in the track, Mike Nock plays a solo on acoustic piano. So let's check him out here. And again, this is a very modern style of piano playing, a reminiscent of uh, McCoy Tyner, Chick Corea, circa late 1960s. listen to one more track from the fourth way this is from their 1970 album entitled the sun and the moon have come together and this is called sun moon this is more groove oriented a wonderful track i think you'll enjoy this In 1968, Miles Davis's great quintet was breaking up. Many of the musicians who had been playing with him from 1963 and 64, and of course those great years in the mid-60s, were, were leaving and they were doing their own things. Herbie Hancock, Wayne Shorter, Ron Carter, and also the drummer Tony Williams. In 1969, Tony formed what's probably one of the first power trios, and he called it Tony Williams' Lifetime. 
and it was really an amazing group and borrowed very heavily from the rock idiom. In fact, I believe when the first records um, were released, Tony Williams was was criticized by the jazz community. You know, Tony Williams, who played on all those fantastic recordings from the mid-60s, from, you know, Miles Smiles and Nefertiti, now has a band that's all electric, and it's really, really strongly influenced by rock music. So he hired the great jazz organist, a young organist by the name of Larry Young and John McLaughlin, this wonderfully talented guitar player who had come over from England, had recorded with Miles Davis, and they recorded an album called Emergency. So we're going to check out a couple of excerpts from Emergency, and this is a really interesting record. It starts out in a very energetic rock mode, very loud, high energy, and then it moves into like a halftime feel, and then it keeps bouncing back and forth between this high energy to this more relaxed feel with lots of solo space for both John McLaughlin on guitar and Larry Young on the organ. Check this out. Emergency from Tony Williams, 1969. starts out in a very, very high energy rock groove, moves into a swing groove, the same tempo with very, very free underlying harmony. And it gives him, John McLaughlin a lot of freedom to move his improvisation in any direction. So again, it not only is there rock orientation, but there's a free jazz influence. Later on, Larry Young plays a fantastic organ solo. Larry Young had previously recorded with the great trumpet player Woody Shaw and done some stuff on Blue Note. So he, he was already at that time a very young heavyweight on the jazz scene. And of course, John McLaughlin had you know, made some fantastic recordings in the late 60s with Miles and later would form the Mahavishnu Orchestra and Tony Williams made those fantastic records with Miles Davis. So this was a really an amazing group of musicians together and it wasn't together for a very long period of time and then the Lifetime group stayed together for about 10 or so years but it underwent many changes. I'd like to close the show with one of the most enigmatic and difficult to categorize groups to come out of the 60s and that's the Paul Winter Consort. They drew their influences from Renaissance music, Baroque music, free jazz, New Age, Afro-Cuban, straight-ahead jazz, folk music. I mean, it's very difficult to categorize. I've selected two tracks from the album entitled Road, which was recorded in 1969 and released in 1970. These are live recordings recorded at um, various concert venues around the country. Paul Winter played alto and soprano sax. Paul McCandless played oboe and English horn. Ralph Towner played um, acoustic guitar and acoustic 12-string guitar, fantastic sound. Colin Walcott, an amazing percussionist, plays tabla, conga, all these different instruments. So we're going to listen to a few 
excerpts from this one track entitled Fantasy, Fugue, and Ghost Beads. We're going to pick out about 2 minutes and 40 seconds into this really interesting and eclectic track. This is such an interesting album, and the performances are, are really virtuosic. Strong rock influence, jazz influence, world music. I mean, there's everything is there, and it's such a well-balanced, and all the different members of the group are featured at different times. This particular version of the Paul Winter Consort is my favorite group. The band has been around, a band, I guess you would refer to it as a consort, which really refers to ensembles from the Renaissance. This ensemble's been around for many years. We're going to close today's show with one more track from this record and this is entitled General Pudson's Entrance in particular we're going to listen to the track at about two minutes into it there's a like a dialogue or trading fours between the bassist Glenn Moore and Colin Walcott this is really cool and I really don't know how to classify it it sounds Afro-Cuban but the drumming style is more like Indian subcontinent Paul Winter Consort from the 1969 album Road This has been Jazz Insights with Dr. Gordon Vernick. You can visit me on the web at gordonvernick.com and facebook.com slash jazzinsights. Jazz Insights is a production of WMLB AM 1690, the voice of the arts in Atlanta.